Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Is This Making Sense? Dialogues in the Pursuit of Wisdom, Balance, Leadership, and Everything in Between. My name is Eric Johnson. I'm here with Seth Gray, and today we are going to talk about being right, knowing that you're right, and letting other people know that you know it all. You have the right answer. You are right. <laughs> but we, we, we both came about it, uh, this topic, actually, in kind of two different ways. Uh, mine was different from yours. Mine was through a corn maze. I was with my kids last week, and uh, we took them to like this carnival fair, uh, corn maze type of setup. And uh, we're going through the maze, and uh, my son Chase was primarily being the main leader. He had the map, and we'd found all the five clues, and he'd done a great job encouraging everybody, leading everybody. And and it was dark, and if you've ever done a corn maze, you know, like, there are points in the maze where it's like kids have run run through the where the paths really aren't at all, and it was late at night, and I was tired, and it was me out there with the kids, and um, and and we were we were going towards the exit, and I couldn't wait to get there. And Chase and the kids took a wrong turn, and I knew they took a wrong turn, and I said, "Kids, we're we're supposed to go left, not right." And they're like, "No, no, no, this is the right way." So I start following them. And we'd had such a great night. Everybody had gotten along. You know, we'd been running around, laughing, having fun, encouraging each other. And I knew they were completely wrong. And I just stopped at that moment. I thought, no, this has been a great night. I don't need to 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 enforce and let them know that I am 100% right that we should go this way, not that way. I thought, you know what? They'll figure it out. And sure enough, 30 seconds later, they come flying back down the path saying, you're right, Dad, I'm sorry, we're supposed to go this way. And we continue to have a great night. And I thought to myself, if I would have imposed my authority in knowing that I am right, it, it, it could have really soured the night because I would have gotten on to them and said, no, we're supposed to go this way. And, and it was just like, no, you know what? Let them figure it out. I don't have to let them know that I'm right they'll just eventually figure it out. And eventually we figured it out. We exited it. We continued to have a great night. And it's, it's just one of those things where I was thinking, when, when do I know I'm right and mess up by trying to let everybody know that I'm right? That's a great question. It's hard when you have the answer to hold on to it or when you feel like somebody else has got it so wrong and they need you to step, they need you to be the hero and step in and, and save them from their, from their ignorance or from their wrongness. Uh, but it's hard to, to, to swallow that and just and let it, let it sit. I know. I, I think about that with marriage and Hannah and there's many times where I've been completely wrong and she's just gracefully allowed me to continue to go about whatever I was doing until I, you know, stopped and turned around and go, okay, you were right. And she just gives me a nice smile. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's like I need to be more like that where I'm just not always letting the room know that I'm right uh, because there have been plenty of times. And you would have thought that I would have learned from this because there have been plenty of times where I I let everybody know that I was right and I, you know, gave the answer and I gave the direction. And I told everybody, this is what we got to do, only to just shortly thereafter prove to the entire room proved to everybody that I was completely wrong and it is so humiliating mm -hmm. you know and it's like you just want to go crawl under a rock and you would think that I'd learn to be slower to speak and quick to listen but uh, it's just one of those things that I struggle with yeah I mean it's I, I think pride is the hardest thing that any human being deals with I think it's the biggest issue right now with so much of what's going on currently in our country Seth I don't know if you've noticed but right now there's a lot of disagreement 
what in our country have you, no. have you noticed that at all no not at all is your mailbox uh full of just agreement I, every day when you go to it i feel like half the candidates are, are run by china <laughs> and the other half are, are run by like some conspiracy Al-Qaeda. yeah okay or something <laughs> crazy i mean look you need to get into the flyer business right now the pamphlet business because man our mailboxes are just filled Every day. With vitriol. I mean, everybody's just so angry at each other, and everybody seems to have it so figured out. Oh, man. Oh, man. Everybody is right, and everybody is wrong at the exact same time. And and I feel like it's beyond that. Everybody is evil. And everybody is a, is from heaven at the same time. It's like, well, clearly this side have have come straight from heaven to save us from the evil on this side or the other. It's just like, how has it gotten so dehumanized? Like we've turned each other into like it's like we're not even in the same country anymore. Like you, you literally are Al Qaeda, and if we have, if we elect you, we're all going to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> I know, I know, and that's the problem is that that not everybody is a hundred percent right. There's nuances to everything, and there's there's nuances to to everything we face every day, and it's just not a clear one hundred percent, you know, cut down cut down the middle of like, oh, this is the right way, and it's like, well, yeah, that's the right way for maybe that group of the population, but have you thought about this side, of, you know, this group of the population? It's just it's just difficult to have conversations because everybody wants you to agree with them one hundred percent on how they are 100% right. Yeah. So I have witnessed it in, you know, obviously everybody is, is, is falling prey to this, but I've witnessed very smart, very mature people go down this path. And I've just been watching it a lot lately. And I've, and I've gone down that path. I don't want to put myself as, you know, outside of this. I have stumbled into this as well because you know, as a perfectionist, I often feel like I, I know the right way to do. And as a, you know, somebody that I think uh, I, I see things kind of black and white sometimes in terms of this is the way you should do it. And this is, you know, I can it, I can easily fall prey to this. And I've just been watching it happen lately and wondering how how what what we can do to make it better. And what 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 are the pitfalls? How, how are we stumbling? How are we all seem to be stumbling into the same issue? And like I said, I think there's a lot of pride involved. And so. I've been thinking about it like specifically, like with my neighbor, literally my neighbor, he and I do not agree. We do not think the same. We are, we will probably will not vote the same. Uh, and, and, but at the same time, we live in the same neighborhood. He, I, I play with his kids come to my house and play all the time. And my kids play with his, he's constantly offering my kids, you know, snacks and sweets. And he, he's mowed my yard a number of times. He's a good dude. He's a good dude, but we don't agree the same. And if, if I were to allow my difference of opinion on, on my political convictions on how this country should run, my kids would no longer play with his. And we would no longer talk to each other and we wouldn't make eye contact anymore. But instead, I'm trying to do my very best to when he comes out with me with some political rant about what he watched on whatever news station that day. I just smile and I nod. Oh, that's, that's very interesting. And, I, and that's what I'm learning. It's like, wait, what, what, is, what is that difference? What, what is helping to salvage this relationship? And I think it's me really working to not having the desire to correct him on every weird QAnon thing he brings to me or every weird crazy thing that he that it seems like it's off the wall and has no bearing it's like I don't I don't need to correct you on this right now there's no there's no win in me trying to like be right in this situation and I think it has really started to salvage it and I've started to gleam some things that I think that I that I'm hoping to share today about that and what let me just make sure you're not saying that there's no right or wrong 
there's no nothing you know there is truth out there oh yeah there is there's foundational truth that it's just i don't care what you say you will be wrong because this is an absolute truth you're not talking about that like kind of absolute truth you're talking about the things that and and our conversation more is is more about the things that can have nuance can have a little bit of uh murkiness i mean it's just life yeah absolutely i'm not saying there there isn't anything that's true um but i would also say that even if i think he is dead wrong it doesn't mean that it should come between me caring for him even if he's just dead wrong and i know it Mm. he feels wholeheartedly it doesn't mean that i should stop treating him like a human you're saying don't break the relationship even though the other person might be completely dead wrong yeah you know it's so funny i was thinking about this and it's it's a it's a unique thing and what we have in our culture where and it, it goes back to a thing that's always said in business and customers always say it, and that is, or businesses always say it, and that's the customer's always right. I mean, from the from the from the beget go, a, a business mindset is is you know what you're always going to be right. So whatever I can do to continue to bring you back into my my store, whatever it might be, to get you to continue to spend money, I will defer to you all the time and say the customer's always right, a hundred percent. And so then we as the customers have taken that and go. Well, I'm always right, right? Customer's always right. Customer's always right. And you're like, you know what, customer, you're wrong. But we don't treat it that way. We we continue to give in um, and, and, and just this mindset of the, someone else, I'm always right. I'm always right. Yeah, I think, I, yeah, I think the merit of that idea, you know, if you want to take it further that way, like I think once you've allowed the customer to be always right, hopefully you've gained some influence in that customer's life because you you have been kind to them in that you've you've and so hopefully you've opened the door to later when they're coming back to their store they want your opinion and you have that opportunity to to, to kind of speak to speak clearly and so maybe I'm maybe I'm making some sense of that uh, maybe not um, but I've been thinking about what does it look like lately what does it look like in October of 2020. With the election going on, we still have all kinds that we have COVID going on, all the disagreements around that. And we have still, you know, a lot of civil unrest going on. What does it look like um, for me in this time to maintain my relationships and to encourage others to do the same? And I'm thinking about a Bible verse that my, my dad uses a lot. And, I, and it resonates with me because I think it's 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 very important. And um, it's in Luke when Jesus says, you know, they're asking, what does it mean to follow you? How can we follow you? How can we be like you? And he says, well, if anybody wants to follow me, let him deny himself daily, take up his cross and follow him, follow me. And so I'm thinking about what does it look like for me to deny myself daily and with everything that's going on right now? And I think what it looks like for me is I need to yield in relation, in contentious relationships. And these relationships where where the other party is so adamant, because I have a lot of people in my life that are really adamant that they want to talk about these really polarizing divisive issues and they feel very passionate like it's the only thing going on in their life and it's just like uh i i i'm right now instead of disagreeing and sharply you know what i'm gonna yield i'm gonna die to myself in this conversation even though i really really want to say that is you know whatever i feel about that i don't want to be offensive at this point but i i I, you know let's just say i totally disagree it's like no that is not going to take us anywhere and it's only going to lose my influence so for me right now to die to myself means oh that's a really interesting point that you know i'd like to hear more about that i and and instead instead of like the vitriol back and all these sorts of things and so that's that's what i've been really working on right now is trying my hardest to silence that 
abrasive, argumentative voice that's inside of me wanting to just yell back at things because all it does is divide. All it does is separate and alienate. And I'm really, really trying hard right now to use this model that I think Jesus has set for us to just deny myself daily. Is that because... And I, I, the, what I hear is, is that you're you're trying to gain the influence to speak into their life on things that matter. Yeah, because because is it because it? Do you feel like you you look at the relationship and you say, well, this is what they're fired up about, and this is this is what they're passionate about, and I really don't need to prove them wrong right now because I know that that's not what they fully care about, and I know that's not what our relationship is fully about. Exactly. What is the win? Okay, we, we, we talk about this topic, whether it's what, whatever it might be. We talk about this topic, and we're both heated, and we do both 100% disagree with each other, and it's clearly not going to get resolved. So mm-hmm. what is, what's the point? Like, neither of us are budging. So, in, and so we have the option then to either just yell at each other and not want to see each other again, damage that relationship, damage that friendship, or we could agree to disagree, or... Uh, which is unlikely to happen unless one party just one party gives where you just you just be kind <laughs> you just be kind and listen ask some questions try to steer it away and just steer it away quickly quickly to just I don't know, just there's just no win right now there's no win in, in these in these conversations well I think what what I hear about that whether whether it's me trying to prove I'm right or me not just just letting someone talk is is that we 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 seem to be getting our identity wrapped up into things that don't matter. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like the 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 if the identity, if your identity is to be right all the time, or to not let someone pull one over on you, you're you're really gonna just you're gonna go guarded in life. You know, you're always gonna have your defenses up. You're always gonna be looking for the next thing to 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 I gotcha. Or you're you're not gonna have you know genuine relationships because your identity is is wrapped up in always being right or in some topic that really uh, other people just don't care about. Yeah. I, I mean, like, look, look, I know you care about X topic, but that's not what our relationship's based on. I no offense, but I just don't care about it as much as you do. Sure, you're right. Okay, sure. Now I've read a bunch of other stuff that completely contradicts you, but you know what? I like hanging out with you. I like playing yeah. basketball with yeah. you. I like whatever, yeah. uh, you know, whatever it might be. Sure, you're right. Yeah, you it's, know? yeah. I mean, it's so funny right now. Like for any for any one article that somebody can send me that is whole, you know, very adamant about this being 100 percent true and it being fact checked and how this they're out to get you. You can find a hundred other articles on the exact opposite. So it's like I just don't feel like any of us can ever win because we can populate our opinion with as much content as we want. And so it's like there's it's just it just goes nowhere right now. <laughs> I, I would say this though. I would say this, and I'm, I'm saying this to myself and also also as a disclaimer. Being a peacemaker or being neutral or, or being someone that's just going to deflect away and say, you know what, I'm not going to get into with you right now. That kind of mindset also does not mean that we are right in the sense that like because I'm coming out of like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to be the bigger person here. Like that's the other thing that can creep up inside of me. Of, mm-hmm. well, I'm going to be the bigger person here and just let them know that, you know, they're completely wrong, but I'm going to be completely, I'm right. I, I'm just going to let them think whatever. Like that also isn't the 100% way to go about things, you know, because I can be completely wrong in my stance of being what I would maybe generally describe as a peacemaker 
because there might be an issue in which you need to stand up and let your voice be heard. Um, So I'm not saying that this mindset, this kind of attitude that you and I are discussing that we kind of generally go about is 100% right. I'm just saying this this is just kind of the the hills that we're going to die on and not die on. Everything has a cost. Yes. Everything has a cost. And so as you start to go down this conversation with somebody that you know that you think differently in, try to evaluate the cost. It, in this point, is it is it is is it worth you taking the stand about whatever it might be because you think this truth needs to be said? Then do it. But if you realize, wait a minute, this is yet another one of these rabbit holes I'm going to go to that's only going to lead down us yelling at each other and not want to talk to each other for a few weeks or whatever it might be or losing my influence. And even if it, this truth, you know, this whatever this this topic is, it's just not worth it. So again, weighing weighing it out because everything does have a cost. So you're you're exactly right on that. That's a, that's a good point, Seth. So I've just got to remember that I can be right and let other people know that I'm right, or I can just let just just stay quiet, hold my tongue, and continue to build that influence in that relationship. And and that's where. Seeing all these flyers, seeing all these ads, all this political divisiveness is, is that's just what's going on in my heart right now is that, you know what, I don't have it all together. I guarantee you all these candidates don't have it all together. And I guarantee you all these topics are not 100% clearly figured out if we just voted for this one person. So I'm just going to preserve the relationships and and you know uh, be aware of the cost when I try to go out there and let them know I'm right. I think you're exactly right. I mean, I don't think either of our presidential candidates wake up in the morning and think, "Man, I really want to screw over this country. <laughs> I really want to mess everything up, and I really want to prove all these conspiracies true." Like, no, I think that both of them really, honestly, I think they're well. I think anybody that aspires to be the president has a lot of uh, so has a lot of personal issues because I mean, that's. <laughs> I think you've got to be somewhat of a uh, what is it called a sociopath uh, to to want to be that to be that. So, I'm, but at the same time, I just don't think people are waking up in the morning on the left side or the right side that are just wanting to just really just you know screw the country. I don't. I don't believe that. I just think that we need to st- you need to stop thinking that. And so we also need to agree that we don't have it all figured out. Like we think we're so right, and we don't have we don't make room for that fact that we could very likely be wrong. Because where do we get our information on Facebook? On Google News, same exact place Fox everybody News, else is, getting and they're their all news. getting it from Twitter. You know, I mean, everybody's <laughs> got to get it from somewhere. Most of it has not been fact checked. It's just, it's just junk, and we hold this junk so tightly because we read it somewhere. And so, you know, let's make some room for the fact that there's a good chance that you are dead wrong. We're both dead wrong. Neither we're we're two idiots yelling at each other when neither of us are making sense. Like, let's just instead talk about the Falcons or mow our yard or just do things that are like. I don't know, non-divisive. Well, just care about your neighbor. Just get, love your neighbor. Care love your neighbor as yourself. Because honestly, that's the only circle of influence you have. Those that are in your school, those that are in your church, those are in your job, those that are in your regular uh, routes, whether it's where you go get your coffee. I mean, it's that's where the influence and change happens. Yeah. You know, it's, it's it, yeah. I mean, we could go on for a long yeah. time and, and get into all these different things about politically, but I just, I just know that... Um, you know, in a couple couple weeks, there's going to be 50% of this country that are going to be so disappointed, and the other 50% are going to be jubilated that we've finally been saved, and the other 50% feel like we're not. But regardless, don't let your identity be wrapped up in being right and having everything perfectly tied up in a nice, neat bow. Just give yourself some grace. Give other people some grace. And, uh, you know, 
maintain that influence. Yeah, care about that person more than their belief. Like they are more than their belief. We we in the Christian faith believe that humans are made in the image of image of God. So when that person is talking to you, try to see them as a bearer of the image of God. And so, you know, regardless of, of the tomfoolery that's coming out of their mouth, they still have value and worth and try and see that and not just write them off totally because they disagree with you. So at the very least, just be kind and try to try your best to listen and be kind because it's, it's only going to get worse for a little while. Well, thanks so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. We hope this conversation made sense and have a great week. <laughs>